You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of jaysfromthecouch.com. And to continue the trend of episodes I decided to release today, we're going to be looking at some options that I don't think people uh, know about in regards to what the Blue Jays can do with their pitching staff. I mean, there there are going to be options to hopefully bolster the offense a little bit, but um, come on. The offense doesn't need as much work as the pitching staff does, specifically the bullpen. So that's what we're going to be focusing on here. Um, the Blue Jays weren't the only team exercising options yesterday. A lot of teams are doing that. So that's opened up the free agent market a little more and gotten some more names available for the Blue Jays to start looking at bringing in. And there are some interesting ones that have become available over the next couple of days, and I wanted to highlight some of those options. So before we, we go deep into that, let me just assure you that one of the options I will not be talking about is a certain garbage person who used to pitch for the Blue Jays before a domestic violence I- issue. He, will, he should not be coming to the Blue Jays, and they should not be paying him to rehab from Tommy John surgery, which he's probably going to need. So, do not bother bringing him up. He is not an option. But I will start with an intriguing uh, Tommy John candidate option. And, you know, the Blue Jays have gone down this path before. In looking at guys who, you know, they may roll the dice on coming back from Tommy John and seeing what they have left. And, funnily enough, we would be able to... uh, kind of stick it to the Yankees at the same time which would be you know hilarious so uh, the Yankees declined their option on Tommy Keenly and I believe I've seen him pitch enough against the Blue Jays to know that's how you pronounce his name I believe it's Keenly yeah Keenly I'm right I shouldn't doubt myself anyway Tommy got into one game in 2020, pitched an inning, striking out all three batters while working around a pair of walks, one intentional. Uh, But Tommy had the namesake surgery um, earlier this year, so he's going to miss all of 2021. But, you know, looking at a guy who, aside from a blip in 2018, has been a very effective reliever in the AL East, had a 367 ERA in 2019, struck out 88 batters in 61 in the third innings. And as we talked about with Delise in a previous episode, that's that's what you want from these high leverage guys, is a guy who can get you that strikeout when necessary. Um, the Blue Jays have a couple guys in Jordan Romano and Rafael Delise who can do that. Canely would be a nice low-budget gamble. So if he comes back in 2022, when this team is supposed to be, you know, really competing for those American League pennants, Kingley's a guy who theoretically could contribute at the age of 32. That's, you know, near the back end of a prime uh, candidate for a reliever. But um, as long as he's able to keep uh, touching his fastball up. And that'll be the big thing after... Um, 
he comes back from Tommy John surgery is seeing what that fastball is at. Because obviously that's the key to his success is being able to blow that by batters. So, I, I mean, Blue Jays have gone down this road with David Phelps uh, when he came back uh, following free agency. So, Keenly wouldn't be uh, a big risk. Obviously, just needs to maintain that mid-90s fastball of his, and he'll be all right. He can he can play off the change as long as those two pitches don't get too similar. That's obviously where the problems will be. That's that's when batters can just tee off. Um, if the Blue Jays are looking for a veteran lefty option, maybe they don't want to just go with Ryan Barucki and potentially seeing what Tim Meza has on his return from Tommy John surgery. Um, they could go for a veteran guy like David Robertson, who, you know, has been injury plagued the last couple years. Um, he had his option declined by the Phillies. He did not pitch this season. Um, only gotten seven games with the Phillies over the length of that two-year deal he signed. Um, so, good job, Phillies. Good good work. <laughs> you, you got your money's worth out of David Robertson. Um, 540 ERA in his time in Philadelphia, but Blue Jays fans will remember how effective he was for the Yankees all those years. Another former Yankees reliever. Um, and then the time he spent with the White Sox as well. A career 290 ERA, a career 284 fielding independent pitching, and a career strikeout per nine rate of 11.9. Now, again, he's a risk because he'll be 36 in 2021. He, uh, the time in 2019 with the Phillies, he had his lowest K-9 rate, uh, dip below 10 for the first time in his career. So again, a guy you might be able to get on a minor league deal, see what he has left in the tank, similar to like John Axford and, and Tyler Clippard um, in years past, and just see if maybe he offers uh, that late inning lefty arm that can be very useful, even in this day where, where you know, pitchers have to go three batters. I mean, we saw how the Rays hit Aaron Loop. It's not impossible. And for a team like the Rays that has a lot of lefty hitters, for the Red Sox that have guys like Alex Verdugo lurking in the lineup, having a, a solid lefty arm that you can go to is, is important. So Robertson's going to be one of those guys who's worth a look. But, I mean... If I'm playing this myself, there is a lefty that I'd much rather give the money to. We're going to talk about him a little later. I'm, if you follow my Twitter, you kind of know where I'm leaning with that one. But, you know, I, I'm trying to, to look over these, these bullpen arms and, and find a piece that the Blue Jays can use. But if you're do doing the same thing for your car, it's a lot easier. All you have to do is go to rockauto.com. It's a family business serving auto parts customers for over 20 years. Go to rockauto.com, shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts, whatever those are, to tail lamps, motor oil, and carpet. You get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. And you just, it's, the website's really easy to navigate. Even I can do it. Uh, you see all the parts available for your vehicle. Choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. 
and those prices are reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com, see the parts available for your car or truck, and write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that you came from us. So amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so I want to highlight a couple more names um, that have been made available to the Blue Jays bullpen. And I'm emphasizing bullpen with this stuff. I mean, there are many other players who had their options declined who would be attractive in many ways to the Blue Jays. And I'm sure the one that a lot of you saw um, was Edwin Encarnacion getting his option declined by the White Sox. Yes, I would love to have Edwin back at the right price to be that veteran bat off the bench and just, you know, trot the wing around Toronto like he used to. But that is a discussion we can have at another time. Maybe if you want to, uh, you know, shoot me a mention on Twitter at A underscore J underscore Andrews, then we can have a chat about it. Um, there is one trade... Uh, piece that I'm going to do inspired by a tweet. I just got to go back and find it. So my apologies to the person who sent it. I will be talking uh, about the Nailers at a future date. So keep an eye out for that. But again, we're discussing bullpen options that have become available. And I've got two more. Um, It's not going to be David Phelps. And it's not going to be Heath Hembree. I mean, Hembree would be another decent minor league option. Um, But again, I feel there are better ones available that the Blue Jays might be able to get to. And one of them who could be available at a cheaper price is Cam Bedrosian. You don't really look to the Angels when you go pitching shopping, but um, they attempted to outright Bedrosian to AAA Salt Lake. Bedrosian elected free agency instead. He is a former first-round pick. He's been in the majors since 2014. And, you know, there have been times when Bedrosian's been a very effective reliever for the Angels. He has a career 370 ERA. Actually did pretty well this past year if you look at the just top numbers. Um, He had a 245 ERA in 11 games for the Angels, 11 strikeouts in 14 and two-thirds innings with a whip of 1.09. Oh my, that's pretty good. However, there are underlying signs that led the Angels to outry him. Um, and we talked about this with Tommy Canely, is the importance of that fastball velocity, maintaining its levels to pitch to the ways that you're comfortable with. Bedrosian actually saw his fastball go down in speed in 2020. He, he averaged a career-worst 92.3 miles per hour, so... You know, not Gavilia levels, but still not great. Um, and because of that, um, he actually had the lowest K9 rate of his career, 6.8 K9 in the 2020 season. But again, he's a guy who, you know, um, since becoming established at the major league level, he's a guy who's been, you know, a reliable righty to throw out there. Um his hits per nine have steadily gone down. He actually had a 6.1 hit per nine this season. So 
there's no reason to believe, especially since he's just 29. There's still supposedly plenty of gas in the tank for Bedrosian. So that may be, again, a piece that the Blue Jays look to um, maybe sign to the one of those one-in-one deals where they give him the one year, maybe at $2 million or something like that, and then the club option for three or four, depending on what uh, Bedrosian obviously is comfortable with. Also, just to, just to throw this out there, he does add another player to the Blue Jays stable of sons of former major leaguers because uh, his dad is Steve Bedrosian, who uh, had a 14-year career with Atlanta, Philadelphia, San Francisco, and Minnesota, primarily Atlanta. Um, so, again, Cy Young blood it in Cam Bedrosian's veins. Uh, his dad won the 1987 Cy Young for Philadelphia. So, another another reason for him to get a look, but... If um, if you saw me on Twitter, you know who I'm most excited about being uh, cut loose. And um, thank you so much, Cleveland, for being so cheap yet again. Of course, I'm talking about Brad Hand, their former closer, one of the best lefties in the league out of the bullpen the past few years, had another good season last year. Uh Tied for the Major League High in games finished with 21. Led the Majors in saves with 16. In 22 innings for Cleveland, he had a 2.05 ERA. Struck out 29 in 22 innings. Had a fielding independent pitching of 137 and a whip of 077. Oh my god. That is tempting. So tempting. I I made the case on Twitter that even at the $10 million option that the Cleveland team did not want to pick up, the Blue Jays should be jumping all over that. The Blue Jays are in a position where, since their ownership is more tied to media, as opposed to some of the under industries that a lot of these owners get their money from, the Blue Jays should be looking at using their clout, using their monetary advantage to build this team up and get pieces like a Brad Hand that should not be available, and yet are, because teams like Cleveland can't afford it. It's why all the Francisco Lindor trade rumors are going on. So to get a guy like Hand, whose worst season in the past five years saw him deliver a 330 ERA, that is someone the Blue Jays need to get in their bullpen if they want to be serious about competing with the Yankees, with the Rays, with Houston, with these teams that, you know, are the clearly defined upper echelon of the American League. Cleveland may price themselves right out of it, and the Blue Jays should not hesitate to take advantage. And, I mean, if you want to look and see how he would do, in the American League parks. Um, he has a career 154 batting average against in Fenway Park against Boston. So that's not bad. Um, the Yankees have hit him up in two appearances at Yankee Stadium. He uh, He's given up two runs in two innings, so not great. Um, and the, the main thing against 
Brad and is probably the fact that in five career appearances at the Rogers Center, um, you have a 14.40 ERA. Now, most of that comes from a start that he made in 2015 um, and uh, just got absolutely rocked. He got bombed for six runs in two and a third innings back when Miami thought, hey, maybe we can just use him as a starter. And uh, Toronto effectively ended that proposition with that six-run first inning. Um, yeah, it, it wasn't even you know, via the home run. It was just like, just chaining singles and doubles. Remember when the Blue Jays used to be able to do that? I mean, Hand got chased in that game by Munanori Kawasaki ground rule double. Luckily, he's gotten a lot better since then. He's not asked to start games anymore. So, if you want to take out that start, his numbers are a lot better. He's given up two runs in uh, four and a third innings, pitching at Rogers Center. Um, gave up a home run last year, but still. I, I love the makeup that Brad Hand would bring to that bullpen. I love just the... the assuredness that he would go out there with and actually, you know, be able to perform with. Something that the Blue Jays had with Ken Giles, but obviously that's not an option next year. So Brad Hand is probably the best option that the Blue Jays will be able to get to replace Ken Giles as like that dominant guy if they don't feel like they want to go Jordan Romano or Rafael Delis purely as their ninth inning guy. Here's a closer on the market. Readily available with a five-year track record of performance. And he's a lefty, which the Blue Jays desperately need, because all they have is Ryan Barucki and maybe Tim Meza. So, I'm just saying, maybe the Blue Jays should make a very concerted effort to get Brad Hand in the fold. I know people are going to want starters. I know people are going to see Charlie Morton at uh, on free agency. It sounds like the Rays want to bring him back. They just didn't want to bring him back at 15 mil. And I'm hoping the Blue Jays actually bring back Taiwan Walker. It sounds like there's mutual interest there. Sides have been talking. I would love to see Taiwan Walker back with the Blue Jays. I think he would be a great fit in the middle of that rotation. But if we're looking at guys to bring in from outside of the organization, Brad Hand is right there. Please, please don't make me beg. Don't make this girl get down on her knees and beg. Please make a run at Brad Hand. Do do something. Pay that $10 million. I don't care. Get him in. I want to see him just have that slider come out of our bullpen for a change. And watch him just use that to make hitters look silly. For us. Not, not for a team that still has a very racist nickname. Do it for us. Do it for the fans. That's what I'm asking for, management. Let's make it happen. We can make it happen. $10 million may be all it takes. Just get him in the fold. That's the guy. That's the one guy I want to see the Blue Jays get. So. If you haven't had enough of me essentially begging the Blue Jays front office to make moves, uh, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. Um... You can do so on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, 
Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you find podcasts, you can subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode. You can follow the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at LockedOnJays. You can follow me on Twitter at A underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb, but it allows me to make pleas to get Brad Hand to Toronto. So it's useful in that regard. Anyway, I'll be talking at you again soon. So until then, for everyone at the Locked On Podcast Network and everyone at jaysrunacouch.com, I'm E.J. Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to tonight's episode. And y'all take care.